We are I. Yesterday when this happened, I immediately thought, I'm like, I can't wait to wake up in the morning and, you know, record this and and air it because I actually, I think I really like, you know, to know that I've gone dark because I talk all about, you know, pushing yourself and, you know, trying to achieve that, you know, perspective of excellence in your mind. And I work out a lot. I mean, I'm in a lot of physical situations that are outside of just, you know, a, a gym scenario. And even when I'm there, I put myself in a different category of people who are there to accomplish something. You know, because there's very little people that I see walking around like this. Yesterday, I timed this kid sitting on a, on a machine, texting on his phone. He was there for almost five minutes and some guy walked up to him and said like, Hey man, like how, like, are you working out or how many sets you got? And the kid, you could tell that he was like, Oh, whatever. I got some sets left. And the guy just stood there and waited. And this gentleman was probably twice his age. And I was like, man, I would not fucking stand there and wait. Well, this kid didn't use this machine, didn't work out, wasn't pushing himself at all and wouldn't fucking wouldn't even say anything like, hey, if you're going to sit there and text on your phone, I'm going to work in with you because this is the one thing that COVID broke in gyms was the etiquette of being like, hey, man, I'll work in with you. How many sets you got left? Two. Cool. Do you mind if I work in with you? No, no, not a big deal. That shit's been going on in gyms since the 70s. So for 50 years, this was the standard in gyms. And then COVID broke that shit. And it hasn't really seemed to come back yet. And even when you're in a position where you can, you know, be extend that and offer that, somebody, people won't even take it. It's like they're shy to that now. And that was a part of connecting that gym community together was just knowing it's like, hey, man, this isn't my shit. We all came here to use it. I'm not going to be, I may be using it for the next 10 minutes, but I'm not going to be using it for every single one of those seconds. You know, we can share this shit. Seems like that's gone. But this doesn't even have anything to do with the reason why that I'm recording. It has nothing to do with what I wanted to say when I got on here. What I wanted to say was, yesterday, when my homeboy and I, when we went to work out last night, we went into the gym and in my mind, him unexpected, but in my mind, I was like, we're going to take the first, you know, 20, 25 minutes of this workout and we're really thoroughly going to warm up. So I'm like, Okay, we're going to go salt bike, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off the intervals for the whole eight rounds. Like that person is going to go. The other person is going to go push-ups, 25 reps, explosive jackknives, 15. And then 20, 15, 15, 15, 10, 15, 5, 15. So, you know, just push-ups, descending in the push-ups, but the abs always stay the same. Well, he finished off all eight rounds before I finished the five and 15 on the push-ups. Fine. We switch. He does the same thing. And then 
we switch and we go into back onto the assault bike, superset it in with the TRX wide grip rows and explosive jackknives. 25, 10, 20, 10, 15, 10, 10, 10, 5, 10. And then we get into body weight jump squats. 25, 10, 20, 10, 15, 10, 10, 10, 5, 10. Superset it with the assault bike, the sprints. You know, and the person on the sprints is always the one who's dictating when you switch. If you can finish off all those reps in the four minutes it takes to be able to go through those intervals, great. If you can't, you left shit on the table. So, okay. That was the warm-up. That's what we did to, to warm up. You got chest, back, legs, and then trunk. And you're being explosive. It progressively gets a little bit more explosive all the time, ending off with the explosive legs and explosive trunk. So this gets us through our warm-up phase. And I'm looking at him as I'm on the bike and he's doing the jump squats in the in the abs. And I say, like, hey man, like warm-up's almost done. Warm-up's almost complete. And he looks at me and He does this thing every time I say shit like that, like, oh, yeah, fuck, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, okay. Knowing in my head that there is this buildup, robbing the body of resources. It's like, yes, you're warming up the chest and the triceps, the shoulders, doing the push-ups. Yes, you're warming up the shoulders, the back, the biceps, the forearms, you know, doing the rows. You know, yes, you're working, warming up the glutes, the hamstrings, the quads, the calves, doing the jump squats. Yes, you're warming up the trunk and, you know, getting the energy flowing, getting the ATB, ATP being produced in the body. Yes, you're going through all of these situations. You get your mind into the gym. You're getting into work mode. You're saying this because what we have starting to come up is we're going to mirror the interval set on the bike. There's always the bike. When one guy's doing the exercise, the other guy's always on the assault bike doing sprints. Because when we work out together, there is fucking 55 to 60 minutes of motherfucking work. There ain't no bullshit when we go into the gym. And people see it because we've had multiple people come up to us and be like, what in the fuck are you guys doing when you're here? And it's like, I come to showcase that. I want to... I want to be in that category, like David Goggins says, of being uncommon amongst uncommon men. So when the common men come up to you and say, what the fuck are you doing? You know you've got yourself into that category of the uncommon. Then you just need to fine-tune being uncommon amongst the uncommon men. Being in the top 10% of those badass motherfuckers. So... When I look at over at Tim and I say, you know, like this warmth's almost done, it's because in my my mind I know that once we get once I get off this bike and he's done this shit, we have to go get the bar. So we go over and I say to him, I'm like, hey man, can you give me a hand getting the two twenty fives, a set of collars, and the barbell? And I want the fat bar. Like there's there's a lot of different styles of Olympic bars now, and this one it's a fatter bar. It's more taxing on the grip. It's a subtle difference, nothing crazy, but it is a little bit fatter bar. So then I'm grabbing this shit, and he hops on the bike, and I was like, all right, then. You want to get after it. You want to get work done. But in my mind, I was like, fuck. Because now this motherfucker, what he's done by just hopping on the bike, 
is he started this set that's taking these fucking reps away from me. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, I got to push harder on this shit. I got to fucking push harder on each one of these sets to be able to get this done. So by the time I collect all the, all the supplies, I'm two sets behind. So I'm like, okay, the goal was to do six to eight reps of these cleans in every single one of these sets while the other guy's on the bike. So you're working. When the 20 seconds is go time on the bike, you're doing cleans. You're, you're trying to keep a pace of six to eight reps in the 20 seconds it takes the guy to do it on the bike. And when the guy on the bike is taking a break, you can take a break too. So I get everything all set up and I was like, fuck. So I got to push higher up into that eight rep range the whole time. And I could feel I hit that mark for the first few rounds. And then I'm kind of down into like that seven, eight, and then the six, eight. And I never dropped below six, eight for the six rounds that he was on the bike that I had to work. But I knew I had to squeeze. I was obligated to try to squeeze out those, those few reps that I didn't want to do. And every single time that I was about to start this after the third set, because 20 seconds isn't a, or 10 seconds isn't a whole lot of a break when you've just done a compound multi-jointed exercise like barbell cleans. It's just not. Your heart rate's high, your breathing rate's high, your mental clarity and focus is all fucking rattled, the body's feeling a little bit fatigued. And I'm like, okay. But every single time I could tell because at the three second mark on the assault bike, and anybody who knows anything about the assault bike knows it double beeps. You know when that three seconds is supposed to start. So you go double beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep. Like it, you can know and you can feel that three, the final three seconds in that 10 second countdown. So once that last one kicks in, you know it's time to go. But everything in your mind, and this is where the fucking crippling aspect is everything in your mind and your body in that moment is like, I fucking can't even believe I'm about to pick this bar up off the ground again. And if you sit there and you marinate in that moment too long, you won't fucking pick up that bar off the ground. Or five seconds goes by and 10 seconds goes by because you start to actualize the hellaciousness of this environment that is about to take place. Now you've rubbed yourself a half the time in your set because just as much as you are obligated to go at the beginning of that 20 seconds, you're obligated to stop at the end because you need that little bit of reprieve and you want to fuck the next cycle up. So you go. You compartmentalize. You put that misery off to the side. You're saying, misery, you you belong over here for a second. Because over here, I need to get this shit done. Because you got to treat the situation right now like your motherfucking life depends on it. Because one day it might. One day it might depend on you having to perform mentally, emotionally, or physically, or a combination there of all three. In the fucking most extreme possible way to be able to save your life or somebody else's life. So it's your obligation right now to be able to capitalize on this moment and fine tune that part of your personality that allows you to be able to do this. So you go to work. And the crazy part about it is, is in the moment that I pick up that bar, it's physically draining. My body is physically drained, but everything else has washed away. You don't feel the heart rate. You don't feel the breathing rate. None of that shit. The energy is low, yes, and the bar feels heavy, yes, all of these things. You got to stay connected with the form. But the more that I stay focused on the technique and the form, the more it takes these other situations out of my mind and allows me to be able to perform. 
the second that I put that bar down, when I hear him slow down on that assault bike, when I know that 20 seconds over, when I put that bar back down, that high heart rate, that high breathing rate, the hellaciousness of this situation fucking hits you in the face. You are bitch slapped by life instantaneously. And that fucking 10 seconds is so uncomfortable. It is I can't even begin to explain to somebody who's never been there how uncomfortable that feeling is in your body. When the heart rate is so high, you fucking feel all this weird shit in your chest, in your mind. When you just want to walk around, when you just, you try to be able to get this feeling out, you shake your arms, you kick your legs, you're trying to do everything just to get this feeling out of your body because it's so uncomfortable. And then you hear that first double beep of the three seconds and you're just like, fuck, I have to go again. Like, God damn it. And then even after you finish that, when you hop back on that assault bike, now it's your turn to try to throw this other person under the bus. You get on there and you you have 20 seconds worth of work to do. And it's like when you look down at that speed and it says like 38, 39 kilometers an hour and it's like, you lazy bitch. You lazy fucking bitch. Get that number over 40 kilometers an hour. You're not even looking at watts here now. You're just looking at speed. It's your metric for that how hard you're pushing yourself. Anything below 40, unacceptable. It means you're not pushing yourself at all. Because when you're on this bike, the goal is to push yourself, not just to be able to fucking ride a bike through this and cruise through it, Eric wrote on autopilot. You're here to work. It's sprints are about getting that heart rate up as high as you can. For that 20 seconds, your metric is a minimum of 40, but you're wanting to push 41 or 42. This is the metric of success you've created. Because you want to try to get up to like 45. You want to create a new minimum when you're there. But you fucking, you just can't help. There's a part of you that just lets yourself take a ease off the gas pedal a little bit. It's like fucking why? Because it's not as hard as what that barbell just was. But again, you look over and you see that motherfucker struggling and you're just like, come on, man. Because this is where you walk up to that elevator and you punch that fucking button down. You press the down, not the up. You walk into that elevator and it says fucking basement, sub-basement, and then another category that's just like special fucking place in hell. And you punch that button and you get out. And as soon as those doors open, you feel that heat wave coming. You see the fucking heat lines in the air. You see it all distorted because of fucking the hell that you are about to walk into. You get down on your fucking hands and knees and you crawl to the furthest possible, darkest, hottest fucking shit corner that you can find of that place. That's where I know that we're going because that's what's coming up next. You hop off that bike round two and say, okay, barbell cleans. Now you've added the front squat. Minimum of four reps. And you know that this is harder now because now you've taken a complex multi-jointed exercise and you've made it harder. Four to six reps. Okay. So we switch. I pick up that bar for the first time and I'm like, holy fuck. We have eight rounds of this body fatigued i get in the four reps every round for the first four rounds and then i go to pick it up on the fifth round and the bar's too far out in front of my feet i pick it up it throws me off balance i drop the bar back on the ground and it was at that moment at that moment this is the point of the whole podcast it was at that moment where the devil took my soul where i lost it was so 
fucking hard to do a rep after that. I did every set. Every set, when work was demanded of me, I did that work, but it was a fucking thousand times harder. It was so hard. My mind was so broken. Every part of my body that could ache, ate. My lungs just didn't feel like they were doing their job. My heart was pounding so out of control. The sweat was dripping down my arms at such a fierce degree that it was a bitch to hold on to the bar. And when your hands are sweaty and you're trying to do a clean and when you're trying to do a front squat and that bar's resting on your hands and your palms don't want to have anything to do with holding on to that bar, never mind your body and your mind. It just makes everything harder. Everything. The start was slower. The reps were slow. And when reps are slow doing an exercise like that, they are way harder, way heavier. And your mind fights you every step of the way. That's what the next four sets was like. And then somebody could argue like, hey, Blake, that was only for, you know, a minute and 40 seconds. And you weren't even working that entire time. It's like, yeah, motherfucker. But when you are already, when you've already Punch that ticket down to the bottom depths of hell. When you've already walked through those doors and got down on your hands and knees and you've crawled. When you've already found that deepest, darkest fucking corner of hell and you wanted to crawl into it. And that's where you found home. When you were already there. When you get pushed over that edge, it is death. It is fucking death. Absolute certain death. So when I'm there, the only thing that I can think of. And the only place where there's any kind of salvation is knowing that this is the fucking moment, the exact moment, the reason why that I came. This right here. Every second before that moment didn't count. Every second after that moment, that's why you came. That is why you showed up. Every rep you do after is exactly the reason why that you showed up. You came here to break yourself. You came here to break your homeboy that you work out with. You came here to set a new example for yourself. And just knowing exactly what can be accomplished. So that's the moment. It broke me last night. It broke me hard last night. But it didn't break me to the point where I couldn't perform. I still perform, but I knew I was broken. And I looked over at him after I finished that set and we were about to make a switch. And I was hopping on the bike and he was hopping on that bar. And I said to him, I'm like, the devil got me today. The devil just took my soul, my workout soul. My, the devil just fucking laid me over its legs, pulled down my pants and fucking tuned up my ass. That's what happened and I show up every day every day to get myself to that point mission accomplished